Who cares? This is Carson's Court reporting live from Virginia Beach on a Thursday. This is Carson's Court. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, the podcast app. Welcome to the Carson Squirt Show. Uh, let me um, start off with saying this. Kawhi didn't play last night. And everybody's saying, The Clippers! Kawhi isn't playing, they lose. Well, pause. That thought for a minute. The Clippers didn't necessarily lose because Kawhi didn't play. Paul George is injured. And by the way, I never thought that the Clippers were higher or better than the Lakers. Are they good? Yes, they're great, but they're not better than the Lakers. But Kawhi didn't play last night. Paul George is injured. Kawhi, maybe they would have made it made it a close game. And then, then here's the thing: is this is might be a different sport. But then you have all the people talking, saying one player doesn't make a difference. Well, just ask the Clippers. Just ask the Lakers last year. So you can say the Clippers lost because Kawhi Leonard didn't play. But then you turn to the Steelers, or then you turn to... the Lakers last year, and say, well, LeBron got hurt. One player doesn't make a difference. One player doesn't make a huge difference. Number one, the Lakers didn't make playoffs last year when they were set to. So you can say LeBron didn't make a big difference in the Lakers' season, but... Kawhi not playing made the Clippers lose? Does that make sense? Let's be honest here. Paul George is hurt. Kawhi Leonard has a history of getting injured. Clippers, they just don't add up to me. They just, they never did. Three and five record. One player doesn't make a big difference. Just ask the Clippers. Now, I'm not saying that the Clippers, you know, I'm what I'm saying, my point here is the Clippers, I do believe they did not lose just because Kawhi sat out. All right, well, let's switch to this. Um, you know, I've been following Houston. Soon as Westbrook got traded, I knew people would be saying, The Rockets gonna win the West. The Rockets, 
the best team in the history. Look, James James Harden, a ball hog. Russell Westbrook, a ball hog. That just doesn't equal a good team. Just doesn't equal what they need to be. I didn't say the Clippers would be terrible. They'll be better than Houston. They'll have a better record than Houston. Why? Because Kawhi and Paul George share the ball. I said the Lakers are dangerous. Probably the most dangerous team in the NBA. Why? Because Anthony Davis and LeBron James share the ball. Miami Heat had a huge, huge success rate. Why? Because Dwayne Wade and LeBron James shared the ball. That's all I'm saying. Houston, if you want to go somewhere, start teaching Westbrook and Harden to share the ball. Because not one team, not one team got anywhere from not sharing the ball. Why did Philadelphia have so many great years? Ben Simmons sharing the ball. Teams that share the ball are better by far. All right, we're coming up still on the Carson's Court Show. What we did with the NFL yesterday, we're going to do with the NBA today. Most dangerous teams, somewhat dangerous teams that, you know, okay. And teams that might win, you know, they're going to be about 500 or a little under. Teams that are part of the not going to even come close to making the playoffs and the NFL coming up on the Carson's Court Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show. Um, All right, let's get it off with the NBA, just like we did with the NFL last year, or yesterday, excuse me. But, you know, we're going to do it a little bit with the NBA now. Um, So, um, in the dangerous category, the extreme, the very, very, very dangerous category, we have the Boston Celtics. We have the um, Los Angeles Lakers. We have the... Dallas Mavericks. Um, We have the Denver Nuggets, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, We also have the uh, Los Angeles Clippers and obviously Los Angeles Lakers. That's it. Now in in the good I mean, in the dangerous category, not as high, kind of a step down. We have the Utah Jazz. We have the um, Miami Heat. We have the Toronto Raptors. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves. 
and we have that's that's it. Now in the okay category, you know, if they get to the playoffs this year, it probably or be with like a, a sixth to seventh, possibly eighth seed. Um, we have here um we have the the San Antonio Spurs. We have the Charlotte Hornets. Um, putting Houston in that category. Um, we have the Chicago Bulls. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, we have and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now in the you know category that they probably won't make, highly unlikely to make the playoffs, but. You know, it's possible. We have the uh, Indiana Pacers, the Orlando Magic, um, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, and the Brooklyn Nets. Now, in the category that the... Oh, and by the way, the Phoenix Suns go in the second category. Now, the, the category that's... they. Party won't get anywhere. You know, they have that very low chance of a playoff, very low chance of, you know, going anywhere. Party under 500, very high chance of being under 500. You have the New York Knicks, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Detroit Pistons, San Antonio Spurs. The Golden State Warriors. And that's it. Um, Alright, well, let me switch into this. Um, you know, I'm going to name my NFL predictions. We do have one more podcast after this. Um, so here we go. Um, I'm having New England win the... The Patriots win the NFC, I mean the AFC North. Buffalo getting a fifth seed wild card. Um, This is just my predictions right now. Baltimore winning the AFC North. Hanging on to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh could get the sixth seed. I'm going to say Pittsburgh with the sixth seed. How? I think because they get... The advantage over the Indianapolis Colts. And I'm having, obviously, then at that point, Houston is going to win the uh, AFC uh, East, or South, excuse me. The AFC East, uh, we already did, and the AFC West, Kansas City, by far. All right, well, um, now we're going to do the NFC here. Let me just have one. Here we go. Um, In the NFC North, I'm having um, Green Bay win at Minnesota with a wild card. Dallas is going to take... Oh, no, I'm going to say Philly. Philly will win the NFC East. Dallas will get the wild card. So we already have our two wild cards be in the AFC being Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And in the NFC, the uh, Minnesota Vikings 
and the Dallas Cowboys with the Eagles winning the division and the um, uh, Eagles winning the division and the Green Bay Packers winning the division. And then in the NFC West, San Francisco's going to win the division. I really don't know if I see the Rams getting into this. Um, the NFC is very loaded. Uh, I mean, the AFC is much easier to predict. I mean, obviously, the Patriots and the Chiefs. And in the NFC, you know, Green Bay's up there. Um, uh, Minnesota, Dallas, Philly. Um, you know, it just keeps going on and on. Uh, the Rams are still good. The 49ers are still good. I mean, look at that list. It just keeps going on and on and on. So, you know, when, when you have the San Francisco 49ers way above everybody else in that division and you have the, you know, two wild cards being very strong, you just you can't fit the Rams in that picture. Um, that's why I keep saying this is a must win for the Rams to try to catch the 49ers because I think that's the only way to get into the playoffs unless Minnesota and Dallas fall apart, which I can see Dallas. I don't know if I can see Minnesota. I talked about this with New England yesterday. Dallas is Dallas has played easy teams. Teams that did not make the playoffs last year. Miami, you know, teams like that. So has New England. New England's played Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Miami. It keeps going on and on. The best team New England's played so far was Baltimore, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. Those were the three best. Dallas have only played, the, the best team they played was the Green Bay Packers. So as you can tell, I mean, Dallas, now they're starting to get into harder teams. Dallas could very far apart here with going into the weeks 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. And if they do, then the Rams will take the, the, the fifth or sixth seed in Minnesota or stay strong. That's my predictions. Um, and uh, in the NFC uh, South, you know, I mean, that, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, but in the NFC South, you got to go with the Saints. Saints, oh, I have to go with. Um, all right, well, now uh, we, we're just going to kind of assimilate to the conference championships. In the NFC, I have Green Bay going up against the 49ers. And in the AFC, I have the New England Patriots going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Patriots winning, and I have the Green Bay Packers winning. So I have the Super Bowl being the New England Patriots and the Green Bay Packers. And I also have the Patriots winning the Super Bowl and getting their seventh ring, which also adds to the reason that Brady might retire with seven rings. All right, we're coming up on the Carson's Court Show. MLB going to break down a little bit where Cole Anthony could go. Quote-unquote, the rich teams. Coming up on Carson's Court. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show. Um, All right. So um, we are going to break down pretty well where Cole uh, might land. Um. And, by the way, on, on, I won't be doing one tomorrow. I might be doing one tomorrow. Monday, I'll be doing, if I don't do one tomorrow, 
I'll do the NHL Monday and the MLB on Tuesday. If I do one tomorrow, I'll do the NHL teams tomorrow and the MLB on um on Monday of, you know, the, the different levels, you know, dangerous, very dangerous, uh, you know, that type of stuff. I'll be, I, I do want to hit all four sports with that. All right, well, um, Cole Anthony, or just Cole, um, by the way, I want to get to Cole Anthony's in one sec here, but uh, Cole, you know, is the pitcher for Houston, great pitcher. He actually was in Pittsburgh for a little while, got too expensive for Pittsburgh. We gotta knock the pirates out. Pirates aren't getting them. Miami's one of the least teams I think that's in the running. Knock Miami out. I don't see DC landing them. Knock DC out. I don't see him. He's not resigning back to Houston. The Twins aren't even on the board. Seattle, I don't think is rich enough. Uh, the Dodgers are happy with their pitcher. Don't want to spend the money. Same similar story for the um, similar story for the Rays. Uh, Atlanta, you know, they were good. The Cardinals are good. Uh, so uh, at this point, the only place that I could possibly see Cole going might be the Yankees. I mean, I could see maybe the Twins trying. I could, I mean, you know, I, I, but I think the Yankees are far in the front running. It, it just comes down to if he will sign with the Yankees or if he'll maybe go, you know, want to go somewhere else. Some of these free agencies uh, have the, um, have the, which I'm actually, I'm going to get to Tom Brady in a sec, have the potential to go. And I just think it's going to be somewhere, what, between the Yankees, by far, Twins might be in second place. And maybe the Angels in third. That's just a, that's just what I'm thinking. And uh, Tom Brady, I'm going to actually name the top five teams at the end of the show where I think he'll be going. Um, or possibly going if he does not want to stay in New England and if he does not want to retire. Um, um, all right, well, let's switch into this, and then this will be almost, they're almost done. Cole Anthony, record-breaking scoring for North Carolina. 30 Four points, 11 rebounds, and like four or five assists. That's incredible. Incredible. If he keeps that performance up, Carolina will be the dangerous team in the ACC. The dangerous team. And part of the end up with the number one seed going into March Madness. Great performance by Carolina over Notre Dame. Last night, great performance by Cole Anthony as well. All right, well, let me switch into this. This is it, top five teams. Well, Tom Brady could possibly go. Number five, um, I think he could possibly go to possibly go to the, the, New, the Miami Dolphins. If they are not tanking, on purpose, Miami might want him. Now, I don't know if he wants Miami, but Miami might want him. Number five, Miami Dolphins. Number four, I'm going to actually, this might surprise a lot of people, but I'm actually going to, I was going to say the Giants are going to get somebody, but, you know, they drafted uh 
that Duke quarterback. So I'm actually going to say Tampa Bay, uh, another Florida team coming in at four. I don't think they're happy with their quarterback. So if they could cut or trade him, which is possible, I think Tampa Bay could be at, at easily at number four for Tom Brady. So number four, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number three, the Carolina Panthers. I don't know if Carolina is overly thrilled with Cam Newton anymore. His injuries are becoming an issue. They thought want to kind of, kind of, you know, I mean, basically giving a quarterback an opportunity to prove himself. You know, if if the injuries are an issue, they partly won't. You know, if they now if they lean towards Cam Newton, Carolina would be completely out. But I just think Carolina has a potential to sit down and meet with Tom Brady. Number three, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, number two, I'm going to say number two is going to be the Los Angeles Chargers. I think that, you know, Phillip Rivers is getting up there. They It's time that the Chargers get back in to the market. I don't think Pittsburgh wants him. So that's why I didn't put them on here. But I definitely think the Chargers want to get back in to the ballpark of things and start looking for a quarterback leader in the if they don't get Brady, they're probably gonna draft somebody in the NFL draft uh this year. But I'm I'm leaning I'm, I have them number two just because I think they want another quarterback. So number two, the Los Angeles Chargers. Number one, the front runner for Brady, if if he does play for another team, I think it'll be the San Francisco 49ers. He has family from San Francisco. Lots of players want to retire in San Francisco, or no, I mean at least what the team or the, the city or the area that they grew up in. I mean, look at Paul George grew up in L.A. In L.A., Kawhi Leonard, I believe, grew up in L.A. Back in L.A., there was a lot of players that want to end where they began, or at least where they grew up in. So I'm going to just go out and say it. I think the front runner right now for Brady, if he plays for another team, is the San Francisco 49ers. I really, really do the 49ers. Well, thanks for listening to Carson Court. Remember that. You have a great day, the rest of your day and night. Coming up tomorrow, if I do one, Antonio Brown. Will he get re-signed? A.B. How about the Le'Veon Bell? Will he request a trade? Not happy in New York. Also coming up tomorrow, Pittsburgh Steelers supposedly asks for a trade to Le'Veon Bell to get him back. Is Pittsburgh upset or are not satisfied with Connor? All that coming up tomorrow on the Carson's Court Podcast. 49ers, stay tuned. For that tomorrow on the Carson's Court Podcast, you have a great rest of your day and night. Talk tomorrow. Have a great day. Talk tomorrow.